Hello, and welcome to Chumbology, a Chumbawamba anthology podcast. On this podcast, we are digging song by song, album by album, through the discography of one of the most overlooked bands of all time, Chumbawamba. And today we're taking a look at the song, The Physical Impossibility of Death in the Mind of Jerry Springer, otherwise known on most streaming services as The Physical <laughs> Impossibility. Not entirely sure why the full title isn't on Spotify, but, you know, it's far from the weirdest little uh, discrepancy we've discovered between Chumbawamba's phys- yeah. different releases, so we'll let it slide. Um, but whatever you want to call it, it is track 18 off of Chumbawamba's ninth studio album, WYSIWYG, or What You See Is What You Geck. <laughs> I like that. I threw that one in there for you, Teddy. That's... I was listening to 100 Gex today. Do, I know you, that's, uh... do you get it yet? I I get it, but it's not for me. Okay, that's there's fair. other hyper pop I like better, that's but fair. I appreciate uh, I appreciate what they're doing. The the new Gex album, I'm convinced, is just going to be a new metal album because if it is, I'll probably like it a lot. With the exception of like the single that's come out, all like the songs that they've played live that are supposedly on the album are just like rap rock, which will be I love that very funny for all these zoomers to just like be into like a fucking corn knockoff because it's yeah. fronted by zoomers. <laughs> I'm into it. Uh, that beautiful, that beautiful. Tw- Sometimes the twenty year cycle is a good thing. Yeah, I love it. I'm so glad that <laughs> fucking new metal's coming back. We just bought yeah. tickets, you and I, to see <laughs> Mudvayne and. Uh, oh my god! Oh my god! Yes, Rob Zombie, Mudvayne, fucking uh, Power Man Five Thousand, and Static X. Which, by the way, I thought that Static X broke up like six years ago when Wayne Static died, but apparently not. Apparently not. Not when you. <laughs> You don't pass up a tour like that, you know, to go out with Rob Zombie and Mudvayne. Mudvayne also has broken up until recently, which you would know if you listen to our bonus episode, which may or may not have been published by now. Uh, Uh, It's not not yet. Okay. Well, (laughs) we'll get it. We'll get it out. I'm so sorry, everyone. (laughs) I've heard it. I don't need to hear it again. It's a good episode. We we can't pump up Mudvayne on this episode and not give the people what they want, which is a full hour of us talking about Mudvayne. I'm actually actually planning to post both of these on Monday. Our schedule's a little fucked up right now, people. Life happens. But yeah, yeah, I'm planning to post both of these on Monday. So we're going to get a double chumbology uh yeah. chumbology treatment perfect uh, uh for, for our for our long working week <laughs> <laughs> um i have seen two of those four bands at starland ballroom and i know you know which two teddy yeah. and you could probably piece it together by listening to any random like <laughs> episodes of chumbology i've probably mentioned every concert i've ever been to at least yeah. once on this show at this point so <laughs> I've um, seen I've seen Rob Zombie. I've not seen any of the rest, and I'm very excited to see Mudvayne. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. You know, Power Man Five Thousand, which is uh, one of the bands I saw at Starland Ballroom. Of um, course. Yeah, uh, they are a surprisingly really good live show. I imagine, like new metal. Yeah. There's a reason that people go see new metal still. Yeah, and, like and it's well, not and because like, of the amazing like perform or not performance, but. You you could do better if you were looking solely from like a musician's standpoint than Power yeah. Five Thousand, but something keeps people coming back. Well, the the thing about it that's also interesting about Power Man Five Thousand specifically is that like not everything they've released is new metal. I went to see them when they had just put out like 
like like a like an almost like social distortion level punk album <laughs> but like it had occasional like chugging riffs in it it was a really weird album but i kind of dug it if i'm being honest <laughs> Because that was, like, the exact kind of thing I really liked when I was, like, 15, 16 years old. (laughs) The guy from Power Man 5000 is Rob Zombie's, like, actual brother, right? Uh, They're related in some way. I think it might be brothers, yeah. Okay. Do you think it's fun to tour with your brother when you're both in, like, weird butt rock, butt new metal bands? Or do you think it's weird when one of them's way more famous than the other one? If I was touring with my brother, I think I would enjoy that. Okay. I can't speak to any other uh, brother relationship, yeah. but, you know, I, th- I think it depends on the brother, you know? That's fair. I feel yeah. like Rob Zombie would be a good brother. He seems like a pretty yeah. chill dude from the... For some reason, I'm just assuming that Rob Zombie is the older brother, but I have no idea if, if that's true. <laughs> I, I think you're right. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> His older brother is better known as the musician and director Rob Zombie. I, I see, I see. It's so funny, like... I appreciate that you, instead of going to Rob Zombie's Wikipedia, you went to Power Man 5000's Wikipedia. Yeah, I figured there would very... be a little bit less information on Power Man 5000's <laughs> Wikipedia. No yeah, offense. a little bit less that you have Fig- to comb through. A little, little bit easier to figure out. <laughs> I think it's... It, it Alright, Power s- Man 5000, when worlds collide, uh, a younger brother of Rob Zombie. Yep, those are the two facts about that yeah. band. <laughs> It must be really funny to have both of your kids have like weird stage names, like you're home for Christmas and it's just like, yeah. oh yeah, where's where's Rob and uh, can you get Spider One out here? <laughs> like, do you think he goes by Spider in his free time or do people call him Michael? Maybe. He Maybe. looks. I've known pe- I've known people with stupider nicknames than Spider. If I'm being yeah. honest with you, he's also and known Spider's as... kind of a dumb nickname, but I've heard worse. So his main stage name is Spider One, but he's also known as Spider Zombie, MC Spider, and the Master Spider. Ooh, MC Spider is good. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, can you start calling me MC Spider on this show? Yeah, if you want, but only if you spell Spider with a Y. <laughs> so Spider is spelled with a Y only in Spider Zombie. Okay. In Spider One, MC Spider, and Master Spider it is spelled the correct way. At least that, like, is, that is that is a never-ending source of comedy for me yeah. like a word with like the wrong letter in it like anytime someone replaces an s with a z i'm like fuck yeah, yeah. all right so i'm gonna be mc spider and you can be nat zombie okay. nat zombie <laughs> wait i really like that yeah <laughs> wait is, is this um is this a Halloween costume? Is this a... No, is this, this, a, this is just our names. A, a this tribute is, band? This, well, this is, is just is, who we are now. This okay. is just who we are. And it's also part of our pivot to being shock jocks. <laughs> I would... I would love... Like, this is this is feeling a little bit backdoor piloty into a podcast where we just talk about new metal. And I'm thinking right now, like, I'd love that. I would love to just talk about new metal once a week. Do you think it would fuck up people's, uh, like, podcast service if I changed our release name on Buzzsprout uh, to be, instead of having it say Teddy and Natalie, to have it say uh, Not Zombie <laughs> and MC Spider? Well, no, I don't think it would fuck anything up, because remember, I changed it once already. That's true. From my old name to my new name, well, we so... Well, don't, we don't know if it fucked anything up, but it's one thing if, like, your <laughs> podcast, like, shit got fucked up and you're like, okay, like, 
They changed their name. It's another thing if your shit gets fucked up because we thought it'd be funny to change our names. So <laughs> I'm going to do just, it. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, okay, follow-up question. Do you think it would fuck people up if instead of doing an episode of Chumbology, we just talked about new Metal for the next 30 minutes? I mean, minutes? we basically could. This song is 40 seconds long. <laughs> Also, I feel like we can't fully do that because we also, the other episode we are releasing is just about new metal anyway. It's new metal week on Chumbology. We're basically, between this and that, we're like three quarters of the way through that fucking <laughs> tour. We just need to do a Static X episode next. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's plan our next few bonus episodes. Yeah. Um. I've never listened to Static X, not, not once in my life. They're they're very very uninteresting butt rock, but okay. the, I I I kind of I kind of liked them when I was thirteen. But like when I was thirteen and like still really into bands like Breaking Benjamin and like uh, bands of that nature, and like thought those bands were cool. Even then, I thought Static X was a little lame. If that makes sense, like okay. to give you a picture of how lame they are, that even a kid who's into lame music thought yeah. they were a little lame. Yeah. Well, I just want to let you know that Breaking Benjamin is also playing at the uh, Camden Summer Stage. Um, when? I think it's a week before uh, the <laughs> sounds, show that we have like, to Because I was like, like, I know. <laughs> I yeah. saw it and I was like, I like Breaking Benjamin. But it's Breaking Benjamin and Alice in Chains. And I feel like I really don't care about Alice in Chains like, at all. Yeah. But... Which of those? Which of those two bands do you think I've seen at Starland Ballroom? Breaking Alice Benjamin. in Chains or Breaking Benjamin? Yeah, Breaking Benjamin. Did you know that already? Of course. <laughs> I've, I've probably talked about that. And Bush is playing. Isn't Bush like a fucking? What the fuck? Bush is like a grunge band yeah. from the nineties, like a like a B tier <laughs> yeah. program. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess that kind of yeah. makes sense that they'd be playing with Breaking Benjamin. Breaking Benjamin is like butt grunge. Yeah. Yeah. Butt grunge meets like Godsmack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll go see Breaking Benjamin. I feel like those tickets were only like twenty dollars too. Hmm. You want to go? Let's go see. Fuck it. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> fuck it. Two doing? weeks. Or what's what's the what's the date on that one? Um. Hold on. Thursday, August eleventh. Thursday, August eleventh. Wait. Hold on. That was last. No. Yeah. Twenty twenty two. Yeah. No. That's, Wait. Oh yeah. Thurs- oh, it's a Thursday. It's a Thursday. That's dangerous. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's only- let's let's yeah. think about it. Okay. Get back to me. We got time. There's no way it's going to yeah. sell out. And no I'm, way. I'm sure the price will only go down on Groupon. <laughs> it's breaking. It's breaking. Benjamin Bush and who else? Allison Chains. Allison Chains. Right. See, we're already forgetting about them, huh? I I feel like Allison Chains is okay. I feel like I, that I wouldn't the, suffer, but yeah, the one song uh, "Man in the Box" is pretty decent. You know, the famous one. It's got that. It's got that nice butt rock chug. The burnt, burnt, burnt. Like you know, I can fuck with that from time to time. Okay, well, then let's fuck with it from time to time. All right, twenty dollars. <laughs> if you ch- twenty dollars, well, okay. let me know. That's not bad. Okay, okay. And what was the date of the? What was the date of the other one? Uh, the I one that we, the one that we were actually going to is July 29th, I think. It's July twenty ninth. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. I'm putting that in my calendar so I don't forget. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> should we talk about Chumbawamba now? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about Chumbawamba. Do you want to give you the liner notes for The Physical Impossibility of Death in the Mind of Jerry Springer? Which is a mouthful, yes. but I do yes. like it. 
like I feel like fucking Chumbawamba were like the proto like emo band with like these some of these song titles. <laughs> like the physical impossibility of death in the mind of Jerry Springer would be a bass and beer song title. Yeah, or like a fucking Midwest emo song title. Yeah. Yeah. All right, yeah. Uh let me let me get in I think, here. Yeah, and you're you're in charge talk of talk about the, these the liner, liner notes. notes the three pages that Chumbawamba <laughs> the- left us. The physical impossibility of death in the mind of Jerry Springer is almost as long as, like, the song title is almost as long as the, the liner notes. Um, in which Mr. Springer is pickled during a particularly overlong final thought, musing on the blurring of distinctions between reality and entertainment. Wow. Thank you, Chumbawamba. That's fucking, that's fucking deep. Yeah. That's like... That's, like, so funny. That's such a, like... Every now and then, we run into these things that Chumbawamba, like, were ardent about in, like, the early 2000s, late 90s. It's like, yeah, I guess that was a sign of cultural decay, but it's part of the cultural decay that I enjoy, in this case being, like, reality (laughs) television. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I was never, like, a Jerry Springer or Maury fan, but I do like trashy shows like Survivor, like, a lot, so... I'm a Maury fan. Rest in peace to the king. 30 years, finally got taken down. Um, Yeah. I posted on Twitter the other day, but I was... I did go to a live Maury taping, and, uh... Yes, a beautiful I've seen that screenshot. photo. It's so good. I know it's so funny. There's like other clips of me from that episode, but I always bring up that one because it's been Matt's cover photo for like five fucking years now. <laughs> so that's I the easy, about that. it's the easiest one to get to. If someone's like, "You were on Jer- or, uh, you were on Maury," I was like, "Yeah, yeah." I was an on Maury. So, I was in the audience of Maury. Don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's I don't have any kids out there. I am not the father. Distinction. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I. So, did you have like a strong opinion about Maury versus Jerry Springer? Like, which one you liked more, or were you kind of a fan of both? I mean, I just I never really watched Jerry Springer, and I feel like yeah. Jerry Springer was more sensationalist, which I know uh-huh. is kind of the point of it. But with Maury, when shit got <laughs> whereas like, in Maury, he's a journalist. Well, like with shit, <laughs> with shit on Maury when it got out of hand, it felt more deserved than on Jerry sure. Springer. It was like, it's like watching like a fight in hockey versus like a fight in like MMA. It's like when you go see yeah. people fight in MMA, you know, they're going to fight when a fight breaks out in hockey. It's like a fucking treat. So like Maury's like a pretty low key show. Like no one's fucking going ape shit all the time. A lot of it is like boring family stuff, but when someone hits Jess, right. And someone goes fucking ballistic or they pull some, like they, they used to do the, uh, the phobia episodes. Uh-huh. Where they would like try and like shock people into not being scared of their phobia by like springing yeah. it on them, like shit like that. Beautiful. <laughs> I know it's fucked up. Don't don't come to me to, for the ethics of my uh, enjoyment of Maury, but I yeah, I mean we we uh, we've already talked about how much you love Kid Rock, so like yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, f- I feel like Kid I feel like Kid Rock and um, Maury occupy like similar areas of moral dubiousness Look, we <laughs> but went over who cares? Kid, Rock, Kid Rock is the only thing standing between us and war with North Korea right now apparently <laughs> <laughs> oh god and I have faith in it well so let's <laughs> let's talk about the lyrics I guess yeah. the one line of lyrics well I mean so there isn't that many lyrics but yeah. the song title itself is a reference to the Damien Hirst art piece, The Physical Impossibility of Death in the Mind of Someone Living, 
which is one of his more famous pieces, which is it's just a giant tiger shark suspended in formaldehyde, which then yeah. they reference again in the lyrics by saying that it's going to be uh, Jerry Singer's pickled during a particularly overlong final thought. That's the liner notes, but it's uh, the lyrics are Damien Hurst said it came in, in the tide. Now Jerry Springer, he's in formaldehyde. So I guess <laughs> Trumbull One was talking about, about pickling my boy Jerry. Pickling my boy Jerry. I love that Aerosmith album. Yeah. <laughs> but um <laughs> the sequel to Honkin' with Bobo. Yeah. <laughs> I assume that these lyrics are also kind of a dig at Damien Hurst, who is just like the most notoriously hated artist that I can think of besides maybe Banksy. But yeah. I personally kinda like Damien Hurst. I think he's kind of an asshole, but I mean most artists are, especially like yeah. conceptual artists. But, oh yeah, I don't know. It, it's one of those things where like this the the song lyric off the top of my head was like it was like that sounds familiar, but it also kind of sounds like there's a fucking uh, there's a census fail song that I believe also references this Damien Hurst piece, and I was like, there's why would uh, census fail be referencing like a Chumbawamba lyric? And then I was like, oh, they're both referencing that Damien Hurst piece that I thought was cool when I was in <laughs> like eighth grade. But yeah. yeah, I don't know. It, they they do a good job of like conjuring up an image in your head once you're familiar with the the piece, the physical impossibility of death in the mind of someone living, like the idea yeah. of that. But it's Jerry Springer, a pretty good bit. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think that's a really wild piece of art. I have yeah. never heard of this artist or this piece of art until. Really? Like, today. And I'm looking at pictures of it now, and I'm like, that's nuts. <laughs> His most famous ones are it's really this like gut one. reaction to it. He has another yeah. one that's just, like, it's like a skull. Um, yeah. That's, uh, like, covered in diamonds. And he had another one that's called, like, the Golden Calf, I think. Where it's literally yeah. just, like, a um, preserved cow, like, dipped in, like, solid gold. All of his art wow. pieces are, like, usually some play on, like, uh Yeah either like money and what people like pay for art itself. But then because of that, it ends up costing like millions of dollars to make these art pieces. So people complain that he's not uh, like accessible. Like, like you uh-huh. can't, you can't make like you or I could not make an art piece. That was a human skull covered in diamonds because we have no way right. to acquire a bunch of diamonds or a human skull. But at the right. same time, unless, unless we rob a casino, Yes, or we rob Damien Hurst yeah. and steal his... Or we rob Damien Hurst. We steal studio, his skull yeah. and then all the diamonds <laughs> from his skull. It's parody. As a parody. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I know. I know he's gotten some flack, which is probably deserved, yeah. but... I'll tell you what is a work of art, like, objectively speaking. Uh, this photo of Damien Hurst on his Wikipedia page. Have you seen oh, this? <laughs> with his... It's so good. He's got some stupid like, rings, like... I'm sure. He's he's wearing he's wearing these like thick shades and just wearing a bunch of rings and one of the rings is a fucking skull. <laughs> he looks literally exact like exactly like you would think like a douchebag artist would look like. He's like all a, artists should look like this. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> like, he's like a balding white man. He's always wearing some fucking goofy ass rings. Yeah. Oh my god. Wow. Well. I love it. Huh? <laughs> <laughs>
let's talk about another work of art and talk about the music here. Oh, Damien Hirst was the first to sell 10,000 NFTs. Thank you. <laughs> oh, good. Wonderful. Good. Thanks, Damien. Thanks, you know Damien. what? I don't know why. I don't know why. I... <laughs> I don't know why I I didn't immediately look at him oh, and no, be like, what, oh yeah, NFT guy, huge <laughs> like, NFT energy. All he's right. also been accused of plagiarism a bunch of times. Interesting. That's fine. Stealing from <laughs> artists is fine. I don't care. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> Shall let's, we? Let's talk about the music. Yeah. Is that a fucking sitar in this song? Uh, you know what? It, it might be. I wouldn't put it past Chumbawamba at this point. It sounds like a um, fucking sitar. I, I will say that I love that this music, it sounds like it's from a pharmaceutical ad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like straight up, like, talking about, like, um, talking about, like, some pill that will cure your plaque psoriasis or something, you know? Like, I don't know, like, it's white people running through a field and then, like, eating ice cream while talking about like all of the side effects of the pill that you're taking. <laughs> I don't know why that's what the image that conjured in my head. I can but see it. But I did write down um, talk to your doctor about chumbalocks. So I would take chumbalocks. I ask, I ask you, Teddy, what what uh, condition do you think chumbalocks would uh, would treat? Uh, heartburn. Heartburn? Okay. Yeah. I like that. Something Here, man, kind of minor. Of, instead of chumbalocks, it's chumbotox. And it's, oh. You get injected with uh, stem cells from the Chumbawamba baby. Do you, Do you know that Botox is trying to like rebrand itself as like a migraine medication? Okay, that's so. I trust I, them. I, I, I've been seeing ads for Botox on Paramount Plus when I'm watching Survivor, <laughs> um, and they're like trying to market themselves as a, as a as a migraine medication. And I was like, what? I thought isn't Botox the thing you get to get rid of wrinkles? It's weird. Pharma- pharmaceutical, the pharmaceutical industry is something I feel like we don't talk about much on this show of all the terrible things we could talk about. And every oh. time I think about it, I start to get like really just like sad. <laughs> okay. I'm reading about Botox as a treat for migraines and it kind of makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a toxin that like fucking huh? like uh, helps reduce muscle contraction, which is what gives you that smooth, smooth look. Hmm. So I guess, I guess you you get smooth and your brain gets smooth too. So you don't get migraines anymore. Damn. Yeah, it smooths out your brain. Wow. Botox. On second thought, Botox sounds pretty good. Okay. All right. I mean, fuck it. There. I love when you find a medicine that has like two uses for something, and everyone only knows the one. (laughs) Yeah. Viagra is like really good for like fucking uh like helping with like blood flow and stuff to the point yeah, where yeah, it's yeah. Like prescribed for people who don't have dicks and yeah but no one knows that now you yeah. do because it's just the dick pill yeah and everyone just thinks botox is for making your face all smooth guess what it's yeah, for making wow. your brain smooth too <laughs> yeah next thing you know you'll be you'll be a part of a train wives meme group <laughs> Look, what can't they smooth out nowadays? That we're we're living in the future, baby. Yeah, uh, I want everything to be smooth. Smooth. Yeah. <laughs> Hear me out. Smooth Earth theory. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> songs have very pretty harmonies, as always. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I liked Lomos, that about once it. Again, proficient. <laughs> proficient yeah. in a weird-ass song style. Yeah. I start yeah. to feel like this album is like them flexing, like, hey, see how many fucking songs we can write and how many yeah. different styles we can. Like, what if that was the challenge for them? Like, just <laughs> write as many songs in as many different styles as possible. I was thinking when I was listening to this album again today in, in preparation for doing this episode that um, it, the fact that they kind of, like, backloaded all these, like, super short songs. I mean, there, there are longer songs interspersed yeah. uh, throughout, but it reminds me of, uh, what's that Jeff Rosen song album? Was it Worry? Where he just has, like, seven fucking, mm-hmm. like, 30-second songs thrown in there. The only difference yeah. is that this album's good. I'd be just... <laughs> but, like, like it, it feels like it's, like, an underutilized way of writing songs where you're just like what if i threw like 10 like 30 second songs onto this album yeah. like fuck it who's yeah. gonna care me because I love... it means that we have to go through 10 30 second songs <laughs> <laughs> i do love though like when an artist can like put out like a really good like song under a minute i think it's a really interesting challenge to, to be able it. to do that i yeah. love short tracks yeah if it wasn't obvious by my fucking like adhd ass yes sorry i just bumped my microphone yeah i like tracks of all lengths but i do think that it's easier to write a good long song than it is to write like a good a good short song i think i think i think it takes i don't know i think i don't know i don't know i just think it takes a special amount of skill to write a really good song under a minute long I think there's like five songs over the length of five minutes long that I would consider good. And like three of them are <laughs> Titus Andronicus tracks. And one of them is dope. Smoker uh-huh. I sleep. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you can't well, say it that's... in five fucking minutes, you you're too bad. Try again. I, I don't necessarily agree with that, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> We're if, all built different. <laughs> yeah. If you can't say it in under two minutes, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> After two minutes, you're on borrowed time, Bucko. After five, you really gotta be fucking doing something special here, man. <laughs> what, man? You don't like Dave Matthews? Not really. <laughs> I do like the Dave Matthews poop bridge. I was thinking about that the other day. <laughs> that was my favorite part of my trip. Was getting to see the Dave Matthews poop bridge. I don't, I don't think. I don't think. Ever since I first learned about the Dave Matthews poop bridge, I don't think I have gone longer than like two weeks without thinking about it <laughs> whenever i think about chicago i just think about the dave matthews yeah. poop bridge yeah. chicago yeah. city of angels city of poop bridges <laughs> the big crapple oh damn it it's <laughs> the big crapple <laughs> they should have done That's it in good. new york so we could have just changed the name to the big crapple yeah, but, that sounds like a really like like PG rated insult against New York City. Yeah, New York City. Oh, you mean the big crapple? Yeah, I probably call it the big crapple a few times. You should. Every can that be your bit? Every time somebody brings up New York, you call it the big crapple. Yeah, I love it. Well, I I usually go New York City more like New York shitty, but oh yeah, I've heard that one. That yeah. one's a good one. Yeah, that one's a good, a good one. Bit. When I was in Chicago, my, my bit was that I kept addressing it by the wrong names. Like, I kept calling it the city that never sleeps or the city of angels. <laughs> That's a pretty good bit, Thank not going to lie. I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> All right. So my what, transition from the this? music to Timberwoman yeah. versus the people is that since the song is so short, it is considered a quote-unquote short on YouTube. 
which meant that YouTube displayed it to me in like a fucking modified phone like thing. Like it shows up in like the fucking like a um a fucking what whatever like a nine by sixteen rectangle because it's supposed to be like a fucking TikTok or whatever. The internet is bad. We fucked up. We need to go back. Like we've, we've came, we went too far in the wrong direction. Where this song that was auto uploaded by a Chumbawamba bot has been flagged as a fucking short and is now auto generating a fake phone for me to watch it on loop with. We we lost the is fucking this, point. Is this bad or is it amazing? I think it's bad. I'm sending feedback. <laughs> Include send them feedback. Hey YouTube, <laughs> this looks like dog shit. <laughs> Why would you fucking do this? <laughs> to a forty-second song, it's not fucking TikTok. Asshole. Include screenshot. Send. <laughs> send. Okay. So, someone up there will have to read my fucking complaint. Yeah. Uh, is this, is this, um, is this the episode where we alienate our Zoomer audience? Because I've got a fucking what couple Zoomer thoughts audience? to share about this. <laughs> what Zoomer audience? <laughs> hey, Zoomers, hey, there's Zoomers, at least... Zoomers don't listen to fucking podcasts. There's, um, there's at least one person I know of under the age of 25 who listens to this show. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. I'm not going to dox them. You should dox but... them. You should give their social security number out. Okay, well, their social security number is... I'm not going to beep it. I'm not going to beep it. I'm just going to leave the long silence. <laughs> should <laughs> On that subject, should we head on over to TikTok for a little Chumbawamba versus the people? Yeah. Let's, let's, uh, let's do some TikTok dances. We'll dab yeah. a few times. Fortnite. Fortnite, YOLO. YOLO's kids not still a like Fortnite, right? I don't know if kids yeah. like Fortnite. I feel like kids play Roblox now. I think that's the big. <laughs> I know Cher likes Fortnite. Cher's not a <laughs> fucking think... Zoomer, though. I know, I know. That's that's evidence why maybe yeah. I should stop having Fortnite be my go-to. Do you think that's like a meme among Zoomers that like millennials don't even know? Like they just yeah. think we play Fortnite. I think, <laughs> from what I can gather, they play Among Us and Roblox. Yeah. Okay. And maybe All some right. Fortnite, but I feel like Fortnite is not as much of a thing as it was. Yeah. So, uh, we, there are no videos. Nope, there's only really no videos um, that aren't this. So, Teddy, you share the thing that you brought up, and I'll share the thing I'm about to, about to put in the yeah. notes that I, uh, forgot to put in. So, I put in the Damien Hurst, The Physical Impossibility of Death in the Mind of Someone Living uh, video from Smart History, um, which is just a discussing him, not him, but a few other people discussing uh, the piece and its uh, importance. And so the the main, one of the main, uh, I don't know, not, I guess controversy about the piece is that they replaced the shark a few years ago because it was starting to decay in the formaldehyde. Yeah. And a bunch of people were arguing over whether or not that means it's the same piece of art. And his argument was that it's, he's a conceptual artist. So it's about the concept, like concept of the piece, not so much the actual physical, uh, like proponents of it. So if it 
is still the same conceptually, then it doesn't matter if they replace the shark. But people are mad about that because people that don't have anything better to do than get mad over uh, art pieces mm-hmm. that have no way of affecting their daily lives. But anyway, um, so I included yeah. uh, a link to that in our show notes for Natalie to look at mostly. So we had some you. Uh, YouTube comments to look at. My favorite of yeah. which does uh, bring us back to Chumbawamba here is from yes. BLKJCKX Music, who just says, If it was a human next for his artwork, I would literally have the soul out of my body. So now's your chance, Damien. Put Jerry Springer in formaldehyde. <laughs> Give Chumbawamba the power of fucking foresight. Oh my god. I really appreciate all the comments in here that are written like to Damien Hurst as if this is his YouTube channel. Like yeah. I've seen more than one. I really enjoy your work, Damien. Nice work on pushing the boundaries of art beyond the veil of death. Etc, etc, etc. I also have a video to share that you can find now in our show notes. It's a, um The Maury Show You Are Not the Father compilation part 5. Perfect. I'm going to one-up you if you give me one second here. Hold okay. On. There was a... I was going to share a vi- I originally shared a video of Jerry Springer audience roast compilations, but the very first one in the compilation was extremely transphobic. And I was <laughs> like... I was like, all right, maybe this is not the vibe right now. <laughs> Classic. So I linked a, a link to... Uh, a Mori video in the show notes, and that's the uh, episode that I was on. <laughs> it's, not the full, yeah. it's not the full video, but that is the... You can find it. They used to all be on YouTube, but I think they're they're trying to squeeze some more fucking money out of the Mori show, so it's like a... Yeah. Whatever yeah. True TV, I think, uh, is on now. But... Yeah, preg- pregnant at 17. Stop denying my daughter's baby. A classic... Oh boy! <laughs> Fucking half of the comments on this video are just first. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Ah, uh, God, I kind of like don't even fucking know where to begin with all of this. <laughs> yeah, we're really we're really bouncing around between yeah. Mori and Damien Hurst, which I guess is the whole point of the juxtaposition <laughs> of this Chumbawamba song. Uh. Yeah, I feel like maybe, maybe, maybe this is one way in which I in which I allow myself to enjoy the effects of the decline of the American Empire. I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's it's probably a sign that we've become like a shitty, like a rotted culture. But I kind of think it's all funny and fun to watch. I don't know. That's where I'm at with it. I mean, at a certain point, that's all you really can do. Not enjoying it isn't yeah. going to make it stop. You might as well at yeah. least. Enjoy watching the sparks as the train goes off the track, you know? Yeah. Damn, now I want to watch Maury. I'm so pissed. Yeah, I was hope too. I was hoping I could get tickets again, but they film on Thursdays and Fridays, and I got work now. I might have yeah. to take a day off and, and, but, and but make a sabbatical. Did, didn't Maury just go off the air? Well, so they just got canceled, so they have the rest of the canceled. season. So you oh, can, I see, I see. Okay, that's okay. what I figured. You I gotta go. One last, <laughs> make one last pilgrimage to fucking Bumblefuck, Connecticut, where they filmed. To... <laughs> yeah, you need to. You need to. Um, 
you know, pay your respects one last time. Exactly, to the great man Wait, himself. If, <laughs> if you let me know when you're trying to do this, can I come with you? I gotta see when, like, how long this season is going for, because I just blew all yeah. my PTO. But yeah, oh, if, okay. If, like, in, like, if in, like, June or July, I can take off, like, a Thursday and make the trip up, I'll go see Mario mm-hmm. again. It was okay. a lot of fun. Right. Like, yeah. no joke. The real fucking grift is, I was looking into it, during the pandemic... Uh, they couldn't have live studio audiences, so the way around it was that if you were in the audience, you were a paid cast member. So you could get paid like seven hundred dollars oh, to just go stay in a hotel in Connecticut for like five days and just I be remember you on telling me about every that. single one of those fucking. There's like four different shows that all film out of that same fucking studio in Connecticut. I remember you telling me about yeah. that because I remember it was around the time that I lost like a bunch of work. At right at the beginning of COVID and was like quasi unemployed for a bit. Um, like, and you told me about that and I was really considering doing it. I was like, I'm, I'm not at high risk of catching COVID and I can make yeah. like a bunch of extra, like this can be how I make money while, until like we get a vaccine. Like I did consider it. Yeah. Yeah. You could have, you could have been the one that we're discussing on this episode. Now you could have shown me, me up. You could have been like, Hey, I know you were on one episode of Mori. Guess what, bitch? I was on seven. Like, It's all on my resume and my IMDb yeah. <laughs> now. <laughs> well, I wonder if you get IMDb credits. If you're technically a paid actor. <laughs> it's so funny to just have an IMDb page. And it's just like background actor, the Mori show. Background actor, the Mori show. Background actor, Judge Mathis. Background actor, the Mori show. And then never do Time anything to... else with that. Time to go, Maury Show IMDb. You are not. Let's find out. I feel like at that point you would have to add it your like add it yourself. They're not gonna go yeah. and like. I I will say though I have ended up on IMDb and I have never like made my own thing because of some stuff I did in high school. Damn. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, interesting. <laughs> I don't um, think I've done anything that would put me on IMDb. Yeah, it's not it's not my favorite thing in the world to be honest with you, but well, you know, you can outrun your past. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, it does not seem as though any of the paid extras are in the cast. It's just Mori Povich, the king of the castle. Wait, no, I think Mori's already over. Mori Povich says he <gasps> cried while Fuck. filming the last Mori show after his crew got emotional. Fuck! Wait, I'm gonna miss him the most. So which is set to end in September. Okay, so we have till September. So it was the last one, the one that... No, it did fend! Fuck No, Maury. I was gonna say, that must be... Yeah, damn. Damn it, Mori! What do you think is going to be filming in in that studio next? I know Judge Mathis is in there, so they'll probably just swap it out with some, like, new fake, uh, like a a knockoff Maury. Maurice. (laughs) Maurice. Yeah, they're not canceling the Maury show because it has uh, declining ratings. It's just Maury's salary got too high. (laughs) So they're bringing in they're bringing in a, a, a fresh college graduate. Fresh talent. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hear me out, Zoomer Mori. Okay, go on. What does Zoomer Mori do? 
Uh, it's just, it's the same concept as Mori, but it's, uh, like, some fucking 19-year-old non-binary person on TikTok. Mori's a good, <laughs> Mori is a good non-binary name, let's be real. <laughs> it is, actually. <laughs> Alright, I like it. Let's make it happen. Uh, it's not Judge Mathis, it's the Stove, Steve Wilco show and Jerry Springer are both filmed at the Stanford Media Center. You guys see Jerry see. Springer. Eh. I'm not as into that. I don't know why. Okay. Just That's, instinctively. Yep. I mean, there's a reason that I didn't go see Jerry Springer. I, I went and saw my boy Maury. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, R.I.P. to a king. Yeah. It's too bad he's dead Shout now. Shout out to everyone. Yeah. He's he's gonna <laughs> die on the day that they air the final episode. And then we can put Maury in formaldehyde. Ooh, we could rent the Stanford Media Center. Oh, how much? Let's throw a gig there. Let's, let's record our podcast there in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> yeah, our podcast whose audience is primarily like people in the Midwest and people in East Germany. Let's uh, let's let's have them all come to Connecticut to have us do a live taping. Oh fuck! They have an event space. I want to get married at the Stanford Media Center. <laughs> beautiful can i officiate yeah cool <laughs> can it be an episode of our podcast yeah that's sorry babe you gotta get married on the cast you know you got fans <laughs> much, i want to know how much it costs to rent it doesn't give me a price here should i send an inquiry no i'm too lazy they, they want a lot of oh uh, that's not a good sign that means it's probably pretty fucking expensive <laughs> Either that or it's not very expensive. It is in Connecticut, like... Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. sure it's expensive for our sake of the bit, but, like, yeah. there's a reason that you film in Connecticut, and it's because they give you a million fucking tax credits to do so. That's true. That's true. Like, there's a reason why a show, a show that, like, has to be produced as cheaply as possible, like Maury or Jerry Springer. Like, that's the whole point of the show. It's, like, extremely cheap to, to produce, and... Yeah. gets like really good daytime television ratings so yeah they don't have to pay writers they don't have to pay actual like talent like yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and i go for free yeah all right um teddy do you have any final thoughts i guess <laughs> to share about maury jerry springer damian hurst um damon auburn of the gorillas uh, David or Gorillas in general. Gorillas are a good band that puts out a lot of bad music. What about the Animal Gorillas? Uh, I'm a fan. Not and as, last a... one, the last one, the movie Mighty Joe Young. I don't know if I've ever seen it. I'm familiar, oh, but yeah, it's about a gorilla. It's pretty okay. good. Yeah. Uh, I have seen The Zookeeper <laughs> starring Kevin James, which. Uh, <laughs> Set some dangerous precedents in, in the, the reality of its world. <laughs> I haven't seen that yet, but I want to really badly. So basically, Kevin Kevin James is a zookeeper. Yeah. And he's trying to he's trying to fuck this this lady. She's not into it. Yeah. And so the the gorillas and the other animals decide to break their millions of year old vow of silence to never speak to a human. To help Kevin James get laid. That's what the, that's what the, all of animal kind decides to break their fucking like vow vow of never talking to a human is to help Kevin James get pussy. I 
love that. It's wonderful. That's... There's a there's a scene where he takes the gorilla to TGI Fridays because that's been his dream his entire life. Uh, because yeah. he he can see a TGI Fridays from his cage, and they just pretend that they're coming yeah. back from a uh, like a costume party, and he's dressed as a gorilla. Yeah, a pretty good bit. <laughs> The rest of the movie, not so much, but yeah, I did appreciate the TGI Friday's gorilla suit bit. I fucking love, I fucking love stupid movies <laughs> and and media so much. Me like, too. I love lowbrow, middlebrow shit so much. <laughs> bad movies are good, and most good movies yeah. are bad. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I, yeah, um. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, that just sounds like the ideal career to me, you know, like just to just be someone like Kevin James yeah. and like be in these like wildly stupid but inoffensive movies and just like The best part is especially a, like if yeah. you ever do anything like halfway good, everyone acts like it's like you're you're fucking like like first time like saying a word as like an infant. Like Adam Sandler yeah. was like mediocre at best in Uncut Gems. Let's be fucking real. Like he's yeah. not, he's fine, and everyone fucking yeah. shit their pants over it because it's like, oh, Adam Sandler's in a, a a scene where he's not wearing fucking like Adidas pants. Like, <laughs> I think Adam Sandler's a pretty good actor. <laughs> I think he's I think he's very funny, but like, yeah, I don't know if being a funny actor and a, a good serious actor are like the same thing. That's fair. That's fair. Not not everyone can encapsulate it all like my boy Nick Cage can. Anyway, yeah. before we get even further <laughs> off track, do you have any final thoughts on any of the gorillas, <laughs> on Kevin James, <laughs> on the new Nicolas Cage uh, Nosferatu movie? I'm very happy that Nicolas Cage is going to be in a in a movie that shares a name with my cat. <laughs> I think it's Nosferatu. Yep, it is Nosferatu that he's coming in. Yeah. It better be. Hold on. I know he's playing um, fucking Bella Lugosi. Oh, okay. Which is the funniest thing possible. Not. Yeah, yeah. You saw the pictures for that, right? I can't stop thinking about it. I did. They're, I, I, think, I believe <laughs> I saw them because you retweeted them. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> okay, anyway, any, any final thoughts before we... Um. Uh, yeah, uh, song's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, what's up, y'all? We had some technical difficulties, uh, with the last part of this episode. I don't know how much of this Natalie will leave in, but, uh, we basically lost the entire leftism segment. So we talked about the community action uh, relief project, which is a mutual aid organization in the Kensington area of Philadelphia, which is kind of close to where I am currently located. Um, what they are is they are a mutual aid organization that is helping out community members, um, mostly servicing like the homeless uh, community. So right now they've been uh, raising funds since their, dis- uh, since their creation they distributed more than 3,300 hygiene packs and 2,000 safer-use drug kits uh, to people who live in the area. They also do, like, weekly food distribution. And so they're trying to raise money. Um, more specifically, they're trying to get people to do, like, a monthly donation. So we're going to include a link to their Patreon in our show notes. And, yeah, we, we talk a lot on this show about ways you can get involved, um, ways that you can do something in your area. So this group only started about two years ago to kind of... Uh, combat the stagnation of the government during the pandemic and has been uh, 
going on and and doing really cool stuff they're also looking for uh, shoes and backpacks if you're local to the area but i just wanted to draw some attention to them and the work that they're doing recording solo is very weird i hope you have fun editing this in natalie and i hope you have fun listening to whoever is out there listening to this in the void so i guess on that note we'll say thank you very much thank you thank you thank you so much for listening to chumbology a chumbawamba anthology podcast the music you heard in this episode was, say it with me now, The Physical Impossibility of Death in the Mind of Jerry Springer from the album What You See is What You Get. We do not have the rights, as always. That's it. We don't have them. You want, you want us to do something about it? Tough fucking shit. You can find more of us at Chimbology.rocks. You can visit our Twitter, which is Rocks. You can send us an email at ChimbologyPod at gmail.com. Or you can visit our Patreon or uh, CARP, the Community Action Relief Project's Patreon, which is ours is uh, patreon.com slash chumbology. And I believe CARPs can be reached at phlcarp.org has more information about that. Speaking like peace.